Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. So tonight at Floyd Bennett Field, Curtis Lewa and Sid Rosenberg will be protesting a potential tent city. But Curtis, we got the number one rated morning show here in New York. It's one thing for you to get arrested. Please don't get Sid jammed up here, okay? Don't get Sid in trouble. Well, 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 what are you, his nursemaid, James Flippin? He's a grown man. And Sid is so outraged as people in Brooklyn, Marine Park, and Flatbush, in that area immediately surrounding, as you go past Avenue U, Kings Plaza, and you move towards the Bell Parkway, and then obviously past Floyd Bennett Field where they're going to stick 2,500 single able-bodied men with nothing to do, no, nowhere to go. And you know they're going to go over the Gil Hodges Bridge to the Irish Riviera, the Rockaways, and they're going to spot the boardwalk along the ocean. They might hit Reese Park, Lou, you know, and they see nude, the nude base. Many of these guys are coming from countries where they, they can't even look at a woman's arm exposed, never mind mammary glands and below the navel. They'll be proving that they don't have erectile dysfunction. They'll be going wild. And then obviously, Sid Rosenberg, who so, so, so painted the picture of what it's like leaving Manhattan at the end of his shift, normally about 12 noon. He gets on the speed ferry down at the Battery, and he said uh, two days ago, it was like going to paradise, heading out to the Rockaways, to the dock that is right near Beach Channel High School, and then walking a few blocks to his home that has just gone through rehab. And now to know, as so many residents know, that they have been sold out. It's been the Ides of March. What's happened is you've had a double team on all of you folks of goodwill who pay your taxes, who send your kids to school, who uh, participate in the democratic process of voting. Although the Democrats don't like the way you vote because you voted for me against uh, Eric Adams' swagger man, no plan, and you voted for Lee Zeldin against Kathy Quinewave Holcomb. So they look at the map, the Democrats, and they say, oh, this is a red area. (laughs) We'll fix you, my little pretties. And I think Sid understands that. He understands because he's lived on both sides of the Bell Parker. He's lived on the Brooklyn side, where I'm from, Canarsie. And naturally, his home now, his paradise, is in Bell Harbor. But I have never seen Sid angrier. And I will tell you, you know, Sid said that he never before believed in demonstrations. He thought it was a waste of time. He thought it was foolish. He thought it was uh, people who had little to do in their lives. And now he is activated like others are going to be activated. And all of you who are going to join us tonight, 7 o'clock, right before the Gil Hodges Bridge on Flatbush Avenue, the entrance to Floyd Bennett Field. It is the Ides of March against all of you because on one side was Kathy Quinewave Holcomb with her long knife. 
And the other side, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, with their press releases yesterday, they admitted they've been working on this for months. They've been working on this for months. And they stabbed you, and they're going to have you bleed out, and they want you to leave. They want you to leave. They've told you that before. But it's up to you to show force and to come together. Because too many people think it's a fait accompli. There's nothing you can do. Just either suck it up and accept it or put up a for sale sign and head the hell out of here to Florida. Easier said than done with interest rates now creeping up to 8%. Not easy to get buyers unless some guy or some gal shows up with a satchel full of cash. Might be a Russian. Might be an Orthodox Jew. Might be somebody who's Chinese. But that's not the normal way that homes are sold. you got to depend on a mortgage. So you may be stuck. You may have to become an absentee landlord. I'm advocating to all of you that we fight for what we know is right. We improve. We don't move. And I've never seen Sid so angry before that he was blowing up my phone yesterday. In fact, listen to Sid this morning. All those years, 25 years, he made fun of demonstrators. He thought it was a waste of time. He thought, hey, go ahead, knock yourself out. Even if they were demonstrating for causes that he was simpatico with. But this action by Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, the Papa Chulo Joe Biden who invited in all these illegal aliens and won't close the door on them, and, of course, the Biden of Brooklyn, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who flew the coop. He's partying in Israel. We're going to give you an update on he's partying in Israel. He's seeking asylum in Israel because he doesn't want to come back here and deal with the Michigash, the mess that he created. Listen to Sid this morning as he describes how he himself now has been activated to fight this battle. I care. And I usually lame best protesters. For being losers, I do, and I'll be one of those losers tonight. Because I care about my community, I care about all you folks, and if I can help make a difference, I'm certainly going to try. Wow. He's made the commitment to co-host this demonstration tonight. It'll be one of many demonstrations. You don't just stop with one. That's what politicians do. They have a gathering. They all get together. They give speeches. Normally, out in your neck of the woods, you'll hear uh, Joanne Ariola. Then you'll have the Democrat state senator, Joe Adabo, who uh, was born on third base. Then you'll have Donovan Richards, who hates all white people, thinks you're all crackers like Eric Adams, and hates the police. And they all give speeches, and all of you will go home because you realize you heard that speech before, and you know they're not going to do nothing at all. Sid is at that point. He's ready to make the move. Now, I don't know if he's ready to get arrested like I've been getting arrested in acts of civil disobedience. That will not be the course of action tonight. It's the first of many protests to come. We need to show force out there. 7 o'clock tonight, Flatbush Avenue entrance to uh, the Gateway National Park, right before the Gil Hodges Bridge. Can I hear that again? This is an, a momentous occasion because Sid Rosenberg uh, was a virgin when it came to uh, 
demonstrations, participating in demonstrations. Uh, are we popping his cherry uh, tonight? I care. And I usually lame best protesters for being losers. I do, and I'll be one of those losers tonight because I care about my community. I care about all you folks. And if I can help make a difference, I'm certainly going to try. Sid, you're not a loser. You're a winner. You're a winner because this is what the attitude of our country was when you go back to the Revolutionary War in which we said we no longer want the oppression of the British crown. We got our butts kicked at Lexington and Concord. The British regulars attacked the Continental Army at Bunker Hill. The orders to the Patriots were don't shoot until you see the whites of the British eyes because they had little ammunition. It looked very bad for a long time. Two-thirds of the residents of the colony supported the crown. Only one-third were ready to defy the crown and fight. I don't have to tell you what the results are. But there are traitors in every group. There are profiteers, and they're not just Democrats. They're Republicans. They're politicians in general. They have access to information that you and I generally don't. They have their beaks in the trough. The lobbyists are constantly whispering in their ear. Think about it. Why is it that elected officials always leave office ten times richer than when they got into office? Because the lobbyists sit them down and say, schmuck, putz, you're entitled to this money. You could have been making more in the private sector. You sacrifice your life. They make them feel as if uh, they're victims for being elected in office. And I know everyone out there is profiting. They're getting wine, dine, and parking line. Let's take the grand dame herself, Joanne Areola. Four months ago. I received information from City Hall from one of a number of rats who are leaving this sinking uh, ship of the SS Eric Adams. Notice how many resignations he's had. These are civil servants. These are not political apparatchiks. They will get a pension, and they've told me they're moving to Florida. They have nothing to lose, and they hate what's going on. Many of them grew up with me in Canarsie. Some of them made their bones in the Thomas Jefferson Democratic Club, the most corrupt of the many corrupt Democratic clubs in New York City. It's where I made my bones. We have a mutual respect. We agree to disagree ideologically, but they know what's wrong, and I know what's wrong. We were brought up the right way. And they are feeding me information every day, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you, at City Hall, they're running around like chickens without a head trying to figure out who are the rats Who's giving all this proprietary information to Curtis Lee, who then broadcasts it on the airwaves? Go ahead, City Hall, keep looking. You ain't going to find them. Because when you find one, there are two more, there are three more. There are multiple people. The one person who has sold out to people. A breezy point, a bell harbor, a Rockaway Park, Naponset. Right over the bridge in the Bell Harbor, Howard Beach, and then Ozone Park. It's a city councilwoman, Joanne Areola, who is now the county leader of the Republicans. My fellow Republicans have attacked me viciously. Three months ago, Joanne Areola got on with Sid Rosenberg. This is after a month before I had found the information and I asked my wife, Nancy, who is the e-attorney, as you know, to check, double-check, triple-check, do the deep dive. 
She checked everything. We had the information. We were ready to expose this cabal behind all of your backs. We now know in their press releases issued yesterday as they were dancing the horror and the tarantella at our expense, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, and Papa Chula Joe Biden were meeting for months on this. Months. We could have preemptively stopped this months ago, except for this impediment. And I'm going to find out, Joanne, whose beak is in whose trough and what kickbacks you're getting from the many contracts that are issued for the ancillary services that have to be offered to these illegal aliens. Curtis Sliwa finds all this stuff out. And, Joanne, I tell you, before Adams knows, before Hochul knows, before they get the checks, Curtis finds these things out. And it turns out, I guess, there are now two different spots in your district in my neighborhood, they're going to start housing illegals. Can you confirm and or deny? What I can say is that I don't think that a radio personality should take to the airwaves and put out information that's not confirmed. So that applies also to Sid Rosenberg. Since we are hosting this rally tonight, and again, if you can bring your own signs, try to keep the theme, no tents, no migrants. It shouldn't be uh, I'm for Biden, I'm for Trump, any political statement. No, because we're bringing together moderate Democrats, independents, Republicans. Look at what we did in Creedmoor. We brought 4,000 together. They were mostly moderate Democrats. There'll be other days to do campaigning for your presidential choices or your party choices. This is about saving your neighborhood. This is about saving our city. This is about saving our country, regardless of who's president, regardless of your political ideology. And Sid confronted uh, Joanne Ariel. I warned him a long time ago about her and her friend Eric Ulrich. That crooked former city councilman, Republican, Howard Beach, the same seat she has now, who went on to become the county leader, crooked as he was. And then the buildings commissioner, as he sold the people out, taking 30 pieces of silver to do Eric Adams' work. In awarding contracts to contributors and actually Eric Orwitz taking care of the banana crime family that he owed 600000 to in gambling obligations, a massive vic. And I've been telling you that since 2019. And Joanne Ariola even kept one of the members of his staff on board, an affiliate of organized crime. Hey, it's all incestuous, ladies and gentlemen. But Sid Rosenberg, who has allowed me to come on Monday through Friday, 7.05, And I've been able to preemptively announce where all these encampments are going to go, how many no-tell motels, holiday inns without the express will house illegals in your neighborhoods, how many tents will be put up and where. And naturally, there's always blowback from officials, Democrats or Republicans, mostly because they're either stupid and didn't see what was coming down the pipe or they're obstinate. And their egos won't permit them to acknowledge, hey, Curtis is ahead of the curve. What can we do to help Curtis? Let's join in solidarity to stop this. Or they're on the take. For me, I've known enough politicians in my time. When they take these kinds of attitudes, trust me, they're on the take. They're being wine-dined and pocket-lined while they sell out their people. So here's Sid Rosenberg telling everybody, collectively, his interpretation of the many times that I've joined him on his program and announced for the very first time 
that illegal aliens were being sent to your community. My friend Curtis Lee, well, he is that guy, you know, dedicated his life. So when he goes out there and he makes an honest mistake about where a tent city may or may not pop up, so what? He's been right like 95% of the time. 95% of the time. That's pretty good percentage. But listen to Joanne Ariola, who prevented us from organizing three months ago. We could have stopped this in its tracks. She enabled Hochul. She enabled Eric Adams. She enabled Joe Biden. And I want to know what kind of a slice of the pie she got for this, for being a traitor. A Tokyo Rose. Listen. What I can say is that I don't think that a radio personality should take to the airwaves and put out information that's not confirmed. I can tell you this. Joanne Ariola, Joe Borelli from Staten Island would uh, cluster with City Hall, all of them hating my guts. And they would call John Katzmatidis, our owner-operator, and they'd say, we want him fired, we want him suspended, we want him excommunicated, we want him to capitulate, we want him to get down on wounded knee, we want him to retract his uh, statements, we want him to apologize. And I told them all collectively, you can kiss my ass. And to his credit, John Katzmatidis never blinked. This was his response every time. One of his many friends and others that wanted me fired would call up and complain about what I was saying and the harm that would be coming to a neighborhood near you. Let me tell you something. Curtis is more right than wrong. Can I hear that again? Let me tell you something. Curtis is more right than wrong. That's because I don't just run for a headline. We do the groundwork. And let me tell you something. Most of the credit must go to my wife, Nancy, who does the heavy deep dive, has to peel away the layers of an onion or an artichoke because they hide behind LLCs. These political contributions that go to Republicans and Democrats are made because these Fagan-like lobbyists whisper in their ears and they tell them, hey, don't worry about it. There's nothing you could do to stop it. You might as well get what you can for your supporters, your contributors. Get them a contract. Play ball with us. Every time I hear the Eric Adams administration or Kathy Hochul say contract, I know there's a series of kickbacks, and we're going to reveal all of them. You say contract, we say kickback. That's why tonight, regardless of what your party label is, moderate, Democrat, Republican, independent, even apoliticals, you're fighting for your neighborhood. If if 2,500 single able-bodied men are going to be housed in Floyd Bennett Field, historically a landmark where some of the first aeronautical flights took place, which is a place that is active now. It's a federal park where people enjoy themselves. It's going to be turned into a migrant camp. Oh, my God. To the barricades. To the barricades. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Riff and Reef. 
Check this out. This is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin' Read. Join Sid Rosenberg tonight with yours truly, Curtis Slewa, as we lead the protest against the tents and the migrants coming into Floyd Bennett Field. It's 7 o'clock. Bring your sign. No tents, no migrants. Flatbush Avenue, entrance to Floyd Bennett Field, right before the Gil Hodges Bridge. You better be there. They're coming for you, ladies and gentlemen. If we allow these 2,500 single, able-bodied, illegal aliens to live in tents on runway 19 at Floyd Bennett, that's what's been designed for the tents. No drainage, no sewage. It's got ugats. It's got bubkis. But if they have their way, they'll be there. And if you happen to be one of them, where are you going to go? You're going to walk across the Bell Parkway towards King's Plaza? Probably not. Because you're going to see a golf course on one side. You're going to see Toys R Us. All graffitied. Uh, looks like uh, it's been hit with a bomb on the other side. No. You see the bridge there, Gil Hodges Bridge. You're going to walk over and you're going to see a gorgeous community. Paradise, as Sid has described it. You're going to see the boardwalk. You're going to walk up and down the beautiful boardwalk. You might go west all the way to Reese Park. Or you might go east, and that boardwalk goes forever. And then when you gaze out on the ocean and you see young women, older women, in skimpy attire, thongs, bikinis, things you never saw in your country of origin. I mean, let's face it. Guys are going to be all sexed up with no women around. It's always been a problem historically. I don't care if it's Ivy League school or prep school I went to where many of the young men actually came from the Irish Riviera, the Rockaways, Brooklyn Prep, to kick me out of my senior year. I don't care. Any men, they got they have a craving. And they're here in America and they, we're giving them everything. Playstations, you know they're going to get the motorbikes, the Vespas. You know they're going to get the e-bikes. They're going to be rolling up and down first inside of Floyd Bennett Field, and then they're going to go out on Flatbush Avenue, and they're going to be tearing up every neighborhood. They're going to be on the sidewalks. They're going to be like little house angels. We know that. We've seen that already here for over a year. It won't be any different than there. And there is a plan here, ladies and gentlemen, and we got to listen. Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, when she realized that Lee Zeldin had won a very bruising primary against my choice at the time, Andrew Giuliani, uh, Astorino, and Harry Wilson. First words out of her mouth is she wanted us out of here. Listen to her. The fate of democracy in this country. That's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you don't represent our values.
and then get off the bus in Florida so we could have a comeback filled with illegal aliens. Now, in all these areas that we've spoken of, you did vote for Trump. You did vote for Lee Zeldin. You didn't vote for Molinaro because he's a congressman from uh, in the upper mid-Hudson Valley, but you voted for me for mayor. This is against the wishes of Democrats like Kathy Crimewave Holcomb and Eric Adams. They look at the maps and they see, let's retaliate. The way they retaliate is they're dropping these illegal alien migrant centers. And I can just tell you, having been in all these places, the predominant number are in areas that did not vote for the Democrats. This is what you call electoral retaliation. It's a blood feud. It's a vendetta. And then all of a sudden, she objected to the fact that Eric Adams was actually doing the very things that he accused uh, Governor Abbott of Texas of. He called him a racist, like he always does anybody that disagrees with him. And putting him on buses and shipping him upstate. But, oh, no, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb said you do that next time around, whether Zeldin or whatever Republican will kick my butt. Let's be very clear. You cannot involuntarily take people from the city and send them all over the state of New York. Putting someone in a hotel on a you know, dark, lonely road in upstate New York and telling them they're supposed to survive is not compassion. So that's why she wants to keep him there in Floyd Benefield. And next stop for Tilden, where they used to keep the Nike missile system. I remember they chased us away when we were kids. We were like, wow, it's in the middle of the Cold War. FEMA headquarters in the aftermath of Superstorm Sandy that smashed into the area. And now it's a training center for police. But I want to commend a young uh, listener of ours, 20-year-old listener, college student named Jaden, who yesterday when he was going to his YMCA gym in Jackson Avenue in the Bronx, he's going there to work out. He saw that Kathy Crime Wave Hochul was there where all of her sickle fans, toadies, and lackeys touting green energy products. And she was trying to make her way out the door, and Jaden said to himself, she said, what, do, what would Curtis Lee would do? What would Curtis Lee would do? And he did exactly that. And and Kathy Hochul, with state troopers at her side, ran so fast, she fell out of her six-inch stiletto heels. Governor Hochul. Hi. My name is Jaden. Nice to meet you. Uh, I do want to ask you a question, if you can. Governor, what are you going to do about illegal immigration? Man, and she ran. What are you going to do about illegal immigration? She ran, afraid to answer a 20-year-old person of color, black young man who happens to live in the Bronx right by Jackson Avenue and uses the YMCA. God bless you, Jaden, and I know there are many more out there, regardless of your race, your ethnic background, your politics. You know this is wrong. You know this is wrong. And we all need to converge on these buzzits and vultures, our elected official, because most are sellouts. I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans. They knew what was going on. You're going to tell me that Stacey Amato Pfeiffer, the assemblywoman whose election was stolen from an honorable man, Tom Sullivan, the Republican challenger. Everybody knows that Tom Sullivan is an honorable man. Even the Democrats, they stole it from him. And Stacey Amato Pfeiffer recently at Breezy Point was telling all the homeowners, the 
bungalow owners. Don't worry about it. Don't listen to Curtis. Don't listen to Sid. Whether you're elected officials, me and Joe Ed Ariola, we know you knew they were negotiating this, as Kathy Hochul said, for months. Governor Hochul and I have been urging the federal government to allow us to use Floyd Bennett Field. That's from the words of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who's partying in Israel. And this is the statement from Governor Kathy Crime Wave Hochul after months of negotiation. And you're going to tell me that with all the washwomen, with all the gossip mongers at City Hall and up there in Albany, that Stacey Amato Pfeiffer, who stole her election, an honorable man, Tom Sullivan. And that Utraditor, Joe and Ariola, didn't know that at City Hall. They knew. But they got their beak in the trough. Because it's all about what they can get out of this. All about what they can get out of this. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Join Sid Rosenberg tonight with yours truly, Curtis Slewa, as we lead the protest against the tents and the migrants coming into Floyd Bennett Field. It's 7 o'clock. Bring your sign. No tents, no migrants. Flatbush Avenue, entrance to Floyd Bennett Field, right before the Gil Hodges Bridge. You better be there. That's right. Hosted by the Jew and the Gentile, Sid Rosenberg. And yours truly, the righteous Gentile, Curtis Lewis. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, flew the coop for a full week in the midst of this mishigash, this hot mess he created over a year ago when he welcomed in all of the illegal aliens. Because he said, we can do it better in our sanctuary city than other sanctuary cities and other sanctuary states. And who fought you, Governor Abbott, because you're a racist? Look at us now. We're drowning. And we have no lifeline. And this mayor has decided to be like Punch's pilot, wash his hands. And then his many travels in the state of Israel, the size of New Jersey, going from Hoboken down to Camden. He will stop at the site where Pontius Pilate made that decision before the Pharisees to crucify Jesus Christ, even though he said, why don't we just crucify Barabbas instead? No, they said, two for one. Okay. But knowing that Jesus Christ wanted to die for our sins, I mean, that was always the master plan. So enough of that. Enough of that. All right, enough of this music. Well, you may not know the inside information that a number of ex-Cuomo-White staff members have now joined the Eric Adams administration because he is drowning. Sienna Poe came out, and Kathy Crimewave Holcomb's numbers are plummeting, as are Eric Adams, especially on the issue of the illegal aliens, plummeting. If elections were held tomorrow... Lee Zeldin would beat Kathy Crimewave Holcomb, and yours truly, Curtis Sliwa, would beat Eric Adams. No doubt about it. But there are many other factors that might contribute to an election defeat or election victory. But on this issue, they lose, and they lose overwhelmingly. So I know what happened, because I've known the way the Cuomos operate. 
when their backs are to the wall, they don't call they don't call anybody a racist. That's that's what Eric Adams does. You're a racist whenever whenever you get the best of him, whenever you have him on the run, he calls you a racist. And remember, white people, you're all crackers to him. You're all white crackers, except when it comes time to get donations because he knows your checks don't bounce. And he needs you. He needs you to get elected and potentially, he thinks, warped as it is, to become president of the United States somewhere in the future. But let's talk about his consigliere, who is Andrew Ivelais Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Faccia Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I. He is listening in Fredo's compound in Southampton. Uh, Fredo meaning uh, Chris Cuomo. And their wartime consigliere Joe Pococo with his baseball bats just having uh, left federal prison a six-year bid for political corruption. By the way, at the eulogy that Andrew said for his father, at St. Vincent Loyola on the Upper East Side, he said that Joe Pococo was more of a son to Mario than I was, than Fredo was. And he was right. Because this guy, Joe Pacoco, will go out there and will bend your leg and stuff it in your pocket, whatever the Cuomo's tell him. But in this particular case, Andrew Cuomo has been speaking directly to Eric Adams and telling him when all else fails, what you got to do, you got to patronize Jews. You got to go to Israel as he did on many occasions. You've got to treat the Jews with condescension and you got to be supercilious. Hey, you like those $5 words, right? Uh, right? Multisyllabic. They just rolled off my lips. It's like pig Latin when you're in jail. They wouldn't know what it's like. I certainly do. But the fact is that communicating now on a regular basis, Andrew Evilized Cuomo is his consigliere. And he says, when all else fails, go to Israel and pledge yourself to the state of Israel that you're its number one supporter. And even though you're a Gentile, you're a righteous Gentile and a Zionist. Now listen to Andrew Cuomo, because this is what he said that Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, should say. He is saying it is time for the Shabbos Goy. The Shabbos Goy can do the work that benefits both the Jewish community and the non-Jewish community. The Shabbos Goy can turn on the lights on the Sabbath because it benefits everyone. It is time to turn on the lights. So you see, he's advocating that like... uh... Elvis Presley was a Chavez Goy down in Tupelo, Mississippi. And Colin Powell, who grew up in the South Bronx, was a Chavez Goy, who did things for the Orthodox, the observant Jews, that they couldn't do for themselves going into Chavez, going into Saturday. That Eric Adams, similarly, is like a Chavez Goy. And, yeah, he's been weaning on this. He's been weaning on this. And... uh Andrew Evilized Cuomo Disgraziata has been telling him, Eric, you gotta make references to figures of Jewish law historically and religiously. Tonight my father, the late great governor Mario Cuomo, is sitting with the great Eleanor Esther Elka Paul right now, and I will tell you what he is saying. 
<laughs> what a fake, phony, fraudulent fugacy, right? Yeah, you're channeling your father. Oh, that's right. He never called him his father or daddy or pops. He called him Mario. Mario, I send him to you, Provianos Fachim. And you are as his angel. But I digress. So let's see if Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, had learned his lessons as he was on his first day in Jerusalem. He was asked a question, simple question, of what he was most looking forward to on his trip to Israel. What are you most looking forward to on this trip? Is there a site or... What is he most looking forward to on this trip? Uh, The food? No, come on. He, He didn't say that. Really? Come on. Hey, look. Come on, Lou. You you must. Did you did you Photoshop that? Photoshop. No, you do that with pictures. Did you truncate that? Did you cheese box that? Let me hear that again. What are you most looking forward to on this trip? Is there a site? The The thing he's most looking forward to on the trip to Israel as he escapes the inferno he's created back here in New York is the food. He could have taken a road trip through Far Rockaway, right? Past Bayswater, over in the five towns. I mean, there are dozens of really good kosher restaurants. And his host could have been Dove Hyken, the former Democrat for so many years, who just recently, he and his family became Republicans. Because supposedly Eric Adams is over in Israel, to become better at talking about anti-Semitism. Listen uh, to former Assemblyman Dove Hyken speak about that yesterday with Sid Rosenberg. The mayor is trying to figure out how to fight anti-Semitism. If you remember, he recently went to Greece for a conference on anti-Semitism because he's still trying to figure out how do you deal with it. Now he's off to Israel, and one of his agenda parts is, you know, uh, he wants to figure out how to fight anti-Semitism. Well, one way to fight it, Sid, is to recognize here in New York where it's coming from. Who are the perpetrators? Who are the people who are assaulting Jews, knocking uh, yarmulkes off people's heads, uh, and all the other things that are going on in our city? Uh, and you and I have discussed this for, for, for the last couple of years. It's emanating from the minority community. Absolutely right. You know, Dove Hiking now and his family lives in five towns. I'm suggesting that Dove Hyken enroll Eric Adams. He formerly served uh, in the state legislature with him in the uh, Dove Hyken anti-Semitism boot camp. Yeah, enroll him. Let the, Hey, Eric Adams, I know you can't hear us. You're too busy dancing the horror. Wait, wait till you hear about this video he did that was sent out by the consulate of Israel. Oh, my God. Partying until the break of dawn in Jerusalem. Anyway, before we get to that, though... Uh, Eric Adams was asked another softball question while there in Israel. And um, you said you might want to retire in Israel. Uh, were you uh, sincere about I that? Lo- I, I, I love this. I have around about eight places across the globe as one of my retirement places to be. I love Senegal. I love Nigeria. I love Israel. And I got a few more. I want to keep a secret so the press won't be able to find me when I retire. What the hell is he talking about? The last time he said he wanted to retire in the Golan Heights. Nobody retires in the Golan Heights. What does he think, you Jews, are schmucks, putzes, schmendricks, pishers? He really patronizes to you. He treats you with condescension. He's supercilious. 
because he thinks just because he goes to Israel, you're going to vote for him. Oh, he went to Israel. Meantime, everything's falling apart. In little Israel here, where there are more Jewish residents than anywhere else outside of Israel. That's what he's banking on. And so now he's added to it because he can't find Golan Heights on the map. Hey, idiot, it's right up near the Syrian border. He wants to retire to Israel, Nigeria, Nairobi. No, he won't. Senegal, I've been to Dhaka. No, he won't. And he won't be in Israel. We all know that. You know what? It's going to retire to the big house and chains and shackles for all the corruption at City Hall. Not the White House, but the big house and chains and shackles. And, of course, what was he doing in Jerusalem? He was raising the roof. My God, it was 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. You got to look at this video. He's playing the tambourine. It's almost like he, everyone's holding hips. They're going around in a circle. They're calling him the Black Mashiach. The Mashiach has returned in the form of the Sephardic, dark-skinned Eric Adams. He is the Mashiach. He is the Mashiach. Not. How dare this guy go over and party to the break of dawn in Jerusalem. He'll probably do it in Tel Aviv. He's the nighttime mayor here. Hey, why don't you stay over there and be the nighttime mayor of Tel Aviv? They got great nightlife there, Eric Adams. Do us a favor. Don't come back to the mess you created. We'll take care of business. We the people. Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Join Sid Rosenberg tonight with yours truly, Curtis Lewa, as we lead the protest against the tents and the migrants coming into Floyd Bennett Field. It's 7 o'clock. Bring your sign. No tents, no migrants. Flatbush Avenue, entrance to Floyd Bennett Field, right before the Gil Hodges Bridge. You better be there. Uh, see, Justin Alec, you didn't want to offend Arthur Idala, did you? See, they're so protective of Arthur Idala. Here we go. Arthur Idala, who knows nothing about nothing, is Mr. Magoo. He can't see anything. He really is, sort of like my husband-in-law, David Patterson, who's sight-challenged. But we know that Arthur Idala is not blind. But listen to the dumb thing he said. Or is it dumb? Or is it done on purpose so that he can kiss Eric Adams' ass? Listen to the ridiculous thing he said earlier today with Sid. They give them scooters. They give them these scooters, and they drive around illegally and recklessly, these uh, migrants, and they knock people over and do all kinds of uh, horrible stuff. They give them these damn scooters. That's what they do. Okay. I, I You know, my, my migrant experience is at, at Roosevelt, the, Ro- the Roosevelt Hotel, which is right on the block of my law firm on 45th Street. Yeah. So there's not, they're not a lot of scooters floating around there. <laughs> so Sid immediately gets... A swarm of texts coming in, totally, 
totally pimp-slapping Arthur Idella for lying. Chrissy Mullen checks in. Chrissy is Chris Mullen's sister-in-law. She's married to my dear friend Terrence, who owns Callie's, the Mullen family. She says, Artie is 100% wrong. I work across from the Roosevelt Hotel at J.P. Morgan. There are at least 100 scooters parked on the block and not one license plate, not a single one. Correct. And, in fact, I then sent, remember, Justin, three pictures of all the motor scooters, the Vespas, and the e-bikes that the illegal alien Venezuelans have gotten. And you may ask yourself, where did they get them from? Where did they get the money? No license plates, no registrations, no licenses, and they just go up and down the streets and the sidewalks like modern-day hell's angels. And then here was Arthur Idella, who basically pimp-slapped down the great idea that Anthony Weiner had, who used to be the congressman that represented that district, where Floyd Bennett Field is. They're telling me it's illegal, but the feds could override that. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's federal property. They can say whatever they want on it. They can say we're going to, you know, put a federal prison on it. They can say whatever they want. It's their property. No, 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 no. You can get a temporary restraining order. You see, once again, Artie Idala kissing the tuchus of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Oh, running defense for Eric Adams. Listen to what the former congressman of that area said, Anthony Weiner, which said this morning. The laws around how you can use a national park are very, very limited. You can't just put anything in it. Now, you pointed out earlier today, yes, the helicopters are all the way, and also they train the sanitation workers, believe it or not, all the way down in the far, far, far corner of it. As a matter of fact, on the map, that's technically not part of the park. But even to get the roadway to go through the park was a big to-do. I'm telling you right now, and I'm telling you if Joel is listening or any of my colleagues that I used to represent – that's illegal what they're trying to do there. You cannot put just anything in a national park. We are going to get lawyers to file for a temporary restraining order. And, yeah, Artie Idella, you can file a friend of the court brief on behalf of your cronies, Crime Wave Kathy Hochul, who you supported, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who you supported, and Joe Biden, right? Oh, my God, man, you should impale yourself, Arthur Idala. Hey, go talk about how you defended <laughs> the pet of the sexual assault uh, extraordinaire Harvey Weinstein. Oh, you're so proud of that, aren't you, Arthur? 